All my life, I've been waiting for someone, and when I find her, she's... she's a fish. Nobody said love's perfect. Uh, she's really hungry. Daryl Hannah, Tom Hanks, and John Candy. Splash, a fantastic tale about a fantastic tale. Now look, I'm being serious. I've had a few minor fiascos in my own love life, and I admit that freely. Freddie, you took a date to one of your own weddings. I'm a, I'm a free spirit. I'm extremely liberal. I'm a freewheeling dude. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events, big and small, famed and forgotten, from... Hey everybody! Welcome to the show. We're doing it again. It happened one year. 1984. 1984. Yeah. Making it happen. Here we are. Yeah. Big brother and all. Exactly. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> uh, That's not what this episode's about. <laughs> We're not talking about that yet. Did you notice in the trailer that actually like the first line of like all the just like random stuff that I plugged in there mm-hmm. is actually the first line from the book? I did not know that. Yeah, it's in like the collection of things, <laughs> sure, but I found yeah. like a, a, a collection from like something from the audiobook. Yeah, threw it in. I, I would not have been able to tell you the first line of 1984 off the top of my head. No, it's famous. It was a uh, it was a cold, bright day in April, and the clocks were all striking thirteen or something like that. Oh. that's like. But in the trailer, that's uh, Peter Capaldi doing that. Oh, yeah, he read the audiobook apparently. All right. So welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, so here we are. So much information and knowledge. Just throwing it out We're there. here for you. Uh, usually, in the past, we haven't really said when we're recording the show. Yeah. Like, I think one of these episodes this season we recorded during the NASCAR race. Yeah. Remember when it was raining? Yeah, yeah. Tonight, you'll notice there's all the sirens in the background <laughs> because the neighborhood is filled with traffic because of the Beyonce concert <laughs> yep. taking place at Soldier Field. Yep. This is the benefits of living in the South Loop. Uh, this South Loop got me looking so crazy right now. <laughs> Perfect. Because there's a lot of traffic. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, But this is also the weekend of weekends. Yes. Uh, This is uh, a little thing called Barbenheimer. (laughs) As Barbie and Oppenheimer are opening this weekend. Or as we're doing it, Mission Barbenheimer. (laughs) As we watch Mission Impossible 7 this weekend. And we're going to see those movies next week. Look, I know it doesn't really give Barbie its, its, like equal space in the name but i much prefer boppenheimer i just i just yeah. enjoy it more yeah yeah and i i also take a little bit of pause with what we're doing to the subject matter of oppenheimer by equating it with barbie yeah like, you know it's all it's entertainment tough. it's yeah. tough it's all just like yeah. let's go eat popcorn and watch uh, things blow up yeah and maybe they're in pink yeah i don't know yeah. there's someone uh, i work with whose birthday was yesterday the friday of that weekend and uh, I was asking her, what are you going to do? And she's like, oh, I'm going to take my son, who's 16, and, and we're going to go see Oppenheimer. And I was like, might I recommend Barbie? <laughs> and they went to see Barbie. The, she like, took her 16-year-old son to see Barbie? Yeah, well, I was like, you can't go see Oppenheimer on your birthday. <laughs> like, that's Might be kind terrible. of a downer. Yeah. yeah. They probably uh, should have seen Mission Impossible, because it's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. I'm just saying, it's, Mission Impossible 7 is incredible. It's, uh, Joe turned to me several at several points during the movie and said, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I mean... In my defense, this is a line I use when I see a lot of movies, because mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. moment, I get very excited. But yeah. 
ten minutes into the movie, I was like, this movie's incredible. Yeah, it and was, it, it's great. It stayed that way for the next four hours or whatever, because that movie went on for a long time. <laughs> so long. Big fan. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do like the portmanteau idea of, like, a movie weekend. Yeah. You know, there's been some talk of it. What is it? Like, the, the Dark Mama? The Dark Mama <laughs> Mia? When the Dark Knight Mama Mia came out? It, yeah, but Something th- like that? That's probably the closest equivalent to Barbenheimer that right. we have. A yeah. combination of these things. Yep. Now, if that had existed in 1984, I had to look this up to be sure, uh, uh-huh. this weekend could have been called Children of the Splash. As... <laughs> Splash came out the exact same weekend as the classic horror film, Children of the Corn. Um, but no, they didn't do that. Uh, they should have. And it probably would have helped uh, Children of the Corn's box office. <laughs> it did okay, but Splash was a big hit. Uh, but that's actually what we're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, here um, we are. Uh, we don't really do a lot of movie episodes. I mean, maybe in 94 we did more, yep. for sure. Um, but then in 67, we didn't do all that many. Yeah, we did all those Elvis movies. We did... Uh, Fathom. Fathom. It wasn't no. until we were doing the 100th episode where we were talking about movies from 1967 with the the with the Reconsidimation <laughs> guys. And uh, that I was like, oh, holy shit, there were a lot of movies in 1967 that we didn't talk about. We skipped a lot of stuff. And I think part of it, uh, I'm going to blame on the fact that I've been on their show a lot lately. Yeah. And so doing a lot of movie shows over there to kind of then, like, how do we, differ, what would we do? You yeah. and me aren't going to talk about the movies the way they talk about Oh, movies. no. So it's kind of like, how does this fit in? Yeah. But 84 has so many movies that, like, I watched a lot as a kid, and I think you watched a lot, too. Yeah. Not even to the same exact degree, but it's, like, still a bunch that, like, there was yeah. a lot of movies I wanted to talk about. And so a movie I think we both watched as kids a yeah. lot. Was Splash, and so yeah, I hadn't seen it in a long time. Oh my god! And it was like, let's go check out Splash. I don't think again. I had seen it since it. Was, I think it was just on HBO a lot when I was yeah. a kid, and I hadn't seen it since then. Like yeah. I'd never sat down and watched all of it like as an adult, and uh, it's different than yeah. what I remember. It's yeah. a different experience. Yeah, uh, I still think it's a pretty good movie. Oh, I, yeah. I liked it as a kid. I I guess because it was funny. I don't really know because <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> I can't tell you what in that movie would have appealed to me as a child. But yes. I'm guessing it was just John Candy and and Tom Hanks being funny. Yeah. But can you guess why you were into this movie as a kid? Just mermaids? I, I think I cool? like, like, yeah, I think I like mermaids. The Little Mermaid had come out, so I think it was like a mermaidy movie. Or like when I would have watched Splash, The Little Mermaid was already thinking right, it was right. 89, 89, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's probably just, you know, the intrigue of mermaids. Yeah. And, uh, and thinking about like what that would be like. I really, I remember watching that movie believing in mermaids and really wanting to meet a mermaid and so that's like the core memory i have about that was splash. what you had yeah. for splash yeah. thinking that that could be a real thing sure like how I, great would that be yeah i mean i think just the fantasy aspect of it and it's clearly like not hard fantasy it's yeah. not sorcerers and worlds yeah. it's just this is in the real world so yeah. that's kind of fun uh, and I think the 80s actually has kind of a lot of stuff like that. A lot yeah. of fish-out-of-water stories, but also like with some sort of fantasy element. Yeah. So I think Splash just neatly kind of fits yeah. into that. But I think what's unique about Splash is like that she just has legs on land. Like, and there's, the, it makes up a lot of stuff as it goes along. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I don't really think is a thing in many other mermaid uh, tales. Maybe we'll talk about this more later, but there's not a lot of mermaid films that yeah. immediately come to mind and so like I've always thought of this as like this and the Little Mermaid but the Little Mermaid is a fairy tale so it's not yeah. really even the same thing there yeah. like I just wonder if mermaids like is it cost prohibitive to try to make a mermaid film or yeah. like just I'll tell so you, complicated as the one who looked this up there's more than you think no maybe yeah. you're right I mean like I can only I can only think of parts of other movies that like oh there's a mermaid in this mm-hmm. like, but it's not like that's what the movie's about yeah know? but it's still like a fantasy type thing yep. but no I think of Splash as being kind of a straightforward comedy 
Because even, like, Daryl Hannah doesn't have that much to do until no. later in the movie. And so most of it is a Tom Hanks, John Candy comedy yeah. until that point. Which is great. I watched is, it all day. Which is great, right? Yeah. And, like, they made a couple movies together in that era. Yeah. Like, uh, not a, well, they made, it, they made Volunteers. And, and then I think I was just seeing a lot of John Candy movies because there was a lot of, like, yeah. you know, he, in little things where he's in, like, Spaceballs, but he's also in, like, Stripes. And, like, before he starts really starring in a lot of stuff, yeah. he's also in a lot of little things. Yeah. But, like, I think Splash is just kind of in the mix with that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd say watching it now, I'm surprised that it's rated PG. Yeah. It feels like that should be maybe a PG-13, but maybe yeah. just 84 is right on the edge of that, like, yeah. right when it's coming out. So, it's not clearly not an R-rated movie. No. Um, but there's kind of a surprising amount of nudity in that film. Yeah. Like, maybe not full-on, all-the-time nudity, but enough. Right? Is there? I mean... There's a lot of butts, and I feel like there's a lot of hints of things, even if they're not, like, clear views of things, right? Uh, are there... I can't remember any butts. You see her butts when she's, like, running into the ocean and oh, various parts yeah, of the... Oh, yeah, that's true. There's, yeah. I mean, there's not, like, extended butt shots, but <laughs> but there's still... And maybe it doesn't... Maybe this wouldn't reflect... But there's a lot of implied nudity, yeah, yeah. like, that's on screen. Like, not like somebody's naked in another room, but, you yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. It just feels like that's a more... That should probably be a PG-13 now. Yeah. I feel like Splash now, that's PG-13. <laughs> well, what's funny is one of the other core memories I have about it is that I remember thinking as a kid that it was salacious and I wasn't... I sh- probably shouldn't be watching it. Yeah. Maybe I, but then when we watched it again, I don't remember why. Like, right. I don't... Maybe it was the buzz. Maybe it was that there were parts where she just had hair over herself. And, right. Like... Right. Well, that's so, what I mean. Like, she's... Implied like, nudity. Implied nudity, right. Yeah. That I wonder if that's part of it, but... Because I always thought of that kind of the same way, too. It always feels like a grown up movie to me mm-hmm. even though it's kind of not yeah but it's clearly not a family movie or, yeah. or a kids movie in any way yeah. even though it's just a pg rated movie yeah so yeah i think splash is i think it's holding up pretty well yeah. like i think it's still a pretty watchable movie yeah um but to your point there is a lot of stuff that seems like there's no rules yeah there's never an explanation because she's the only mermaid yep if you had another mermaid character who could somehow like she could talk to and be like well, you got to get back by the end of the month because yeah. otherwise you'll be a person forever. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, I'm a little hazy is, on what the, yeah. the time locked part of the movie was. The, the rules do seem to appear as we go through the film, but also like what I, one of the things that I didn't remember about it, but I did appreciate is the soprano style ending where like does tom hanks become a merman yeah or not why can he breathe underwater that doesn't right. make any sense like yeah she just kind of says he can do it yeah yeah not to give away all of splash oh, uh, but folks it's time to watch it yeah you know but yeah like he just jumps in the water and they just swim away and it's as though him just being around a mermaid it rubs off on him yeah and he's now capable of doing that because that's definitely how mermaidism works sure 100 mermaidism yeah. yeah but but to you like this is my whole point with there's not a lot of mermaid lore like yeah. you can go back to a, any sort of wolfman movies and like they might have slight differences but there's usually a lot of similarities yeah. even if it's not based on some old text yeah it just starts to fall in because of movies frankenstein movies created the entire frankenstein lore you yeah. know what i mean not to compare mermaids to this but yeah at least it's the idea that like a movie started it more or less most Frankenstein stuff isn't from the book. It's from the original movies. Yeah. And so then it continues that way. But without that, without a bedrock thing for mermaids, yeah. they're just like flying blind and making stuff up. Well, I think the lore about mermaids is very different than what we see in the movies. Like yeah. it's, uh, I think the, probably the true, and we'll get to like movies that have mermaids, but I, and I'm not an expert on this, but I felt like the truest, one of the truer representations of mermaids to the lore was like, was like Pirates of the Caribbean, that mm. they were like, you know, they would lure 
like sirens through, through singing yeah, yeah they would like lure people and i don't to do what i don't know but like yeah. but that they were an object of the sea to like control and you know um entice people to do things yeah. but like not just like they're just living in a world and flapping around and you know yeah. whatever i see i don't i didn't i didn't i don't know going back to like mythology if sirens were always mermaids i think just yeah. sometimes mermaids are sirens so yeah. maybe it's like one or the other but i don't know i mean yeah. there might be mermaids in like greek mythology type uh, stuff yeah. i'm really not sure but but it's not like it seems like there's a bedrock thing that you can point back to be like yeah. well all the mermaid stuff is coming from this yeah. movie or something yeah. like, i don't know what that really is probably should have looked up the origin of mermaids before doing the show you're welcome listeners <laughs> i mean <laughs> I, 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 I feel like it's just kind of a thing like what's the mer- what's the origin of unicorns like it's yeah. just sort of a mythical thing yeah but is there something you can actually point all the way back to yeah but i think that the reason splash can get away with it is because there isn't that because they're just kind of like well yeah she can yeah. just she just gets legs when she's on land and like that's yeah. how it is but in The Little Mermaid, how does she have legs? Isn't that kind of the That's same the thing? That's the whole Ursula thing, no. Oh, she trades away her... Yeah. ...to have legs. To have legs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, because all that happens underwater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's an actual thing. As right. opposed to she just turns up on land, dries off her fin, and has legs. Right, that's the thing, is like, uh, in The Little Mermaid, which is obviously the most famous other mermaid movie... Yeah. It is like a whole thing that she has to get legs. Yeah. She doesn't just have legs. But like, why would she just have legs? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I think it would have been a really difficult movie <laughs> if she was if she flapping out the fin. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. also, I think she would have been like eight feet tall, <laughs> yeah. but she would have had one big leg, and <laughs> that's very that might have given it away. Very difficult. Yeah, her being a mermaid is weirdly a mystery for a very long time in the movie, mm-hmm. considering that she's like often in the bathroom with just a, a giant fin. Yeah, yeah. But I almost wonder if like. This movie should have been that you no one knows she's a mermaid, and then all of a sudden she's end. a mermaid, yeah. right? Like, I mean, it, it doesn't rob you of much because there's not a lot of scenes of her underwater nope. doing, you know, mermaid stuff because she's just a person for <laughs> yeah. a long time. But if she just like is a naked woman walking around, yeah. But like, would the re- would the romance have been unrealistic because she would have seemed real crazy? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I almost liked it if that would have been the movie though. Like, you don't know if she's a mermaid, but she seems to think she was a mermaid, yeah. but she just looks like a person with legs. Yeah. You know? Until like they capture her and she's in the tank. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like like she tries to she tries to tell him that she's a mermaid and he doesn't believe her. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like she's like she learns English from watching television. Like it's clearly like there's yeah. something going on, but maybe she's just crazy. Like I don't know. I think that would have kind of been fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a movie I like from the 70s called They Might Be Giants. Yep. But in it there's a guy who is in like an asylum and he thinks he's Sherlock Holmes. Mm. And mm-hmm. so like the movie is like this comedy more or less about like him being this crazy guy. But then he like convinces his doctor essentially that he is Sherlock Holmes sort of and then they have like a weird adventure. Oh. But like she's the whole time is skeptical whether he's actually, you know, she thinks he's just a nutcase, but as yeah. the, like as it goes along there seems she to be more evidence yeah, of yeah. it, right? And I wonder if Splash could have worked in the yeah, they that, might be giants way. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, might have been something fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I mean, I think that's about it. Like I don't I don't think this it's really worth breaking down. There's a lot of stuff yeah. I I forgot about. I yeah. guess I forgot the whole Eugene Levy part of this movie. Oh yeah. Where he's like the villain uh-huh. and then not. Yep. Okay, I, what is the most iconic stuff from the movie though? I mean, I mean, for me, I think of this as a John Candy movie. <laughs> and so, like Tom Hanks is great, but he yeah. doesn't really have a lot to do that, that he's in the romance part of the film mm-hmm. where he has to carry Daryl Hannah who does nothing, yeah. who just shows up, yeah. right? But John Candy has all the funny parts. 
And so my favorite scene, of course, is the racquetball scene. <laughs> <laughs> because just burned into my memory is Johnny Andy playing racquetball with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And he's just drinking. There's a cooler beer in the corner. Yeah. He pops a beer. Just yeah. a wonderful At, at a gym, which is where racquetball courts would typically be. Right. So, like, do they bring the cooler in? Like, I don't <laughs> This is just yeah. how they showed up. Yeah. I also like how many movies have racquetball courts in the 70s and 80s. Yes. Like, that was just the default. It was the thing. Sort of middle, yeah. upper middle class thing to do. Yeah. Like, have you ever been to a racquetball court? Yeah, once. They had them at Marywood. Oh, really? Yeah. And was it like, it was just at the gym? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. Oh. Like, I don't even know how they, like, are positioned inside of a building. Because it yeah. feels like they're always, like, in movies, it's always like there's a separate wing just yeah. for racquetball courts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, at least the one I ever went to was a lot like what you see in the movies. Yeah. It was just a room. And then there's, like, uh, I, I don't remember if there were risers, but that, like, the risers behind watching people yeah, yeah. play so that you can, like, sit and watch someone in a room yeah. if you want to, I yeah. guess. That, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a big fan of the fountain that she got into his apartment. I thought oh, yeah. the <laughs> yeah. logistics of that are, are entertaining Yeah, to there's me. no explanation of how it's possible, no. but it just turns up. Or yeah. how he got it out how it's pumping water yeah like it's just in his bedroom or living room or whatever yeah yeah there's a lot more i think uh contracting that must have been involved in that sequence there uh yeah. if you really want to break it down realistically but, yeah yeah i forgot about the fountain yeah, yeah the fountain's great uh that and i think as we watched the movie i said i don't really remember how this ends i remember john candy speaking swedish at one point <laughs> and i couldn't remember why or how that would fit in but i just remembered that yeah and he and did then, and when he, yeah he turns up and it, he learned like three lines of, of swedish from watching porn and that's how they sneak their way into the thing and he just tells the guy he has a 12 inch penis and the guard just lets him in and goes, oh yeah okay oh, <laughs> obviously yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah so i think that was pretty good and then, yeah, I think the ending, like, I knew that's how, I remembered that's how yeah. it ended. I just couldn't remember why. Yeah. And watching it, I still don't know why. I, I mean, the thing about the ending is it kind of lends itself to a sequel. It does. And as we were watching it, we were saying kind of like, like, that would be the interesting thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, where does this story actually go? It's too bad they never made a sequel. Yeah. And then we learned, oh, they absolutely <laughs> they did. did. <laughs> Um, but before we get to Splash 2, yeah. Splash T-O-O, -O, in the <laughs> Teen Wolf 2 style of uh, naming right. things. Why do you do that? Why? My, I I, like I've always said about Teen Wolf, I'm guessing it was Splash 2 with the number 2 until Tom Hanks did not agree to make this movie. <laughs> and they're like, let's do something else. Uh, so, so, mermaid movies. Yeah. I, like, as far as the mermaid being the center thing, the only things I can think of are Splash and The Little Mermaid, which are movies that are made five years apart. Yeah, I mean, that... That's not That's wrong. about it, right? That's not wrong. But but I do think people are very intrigued by the idea of, of mermaids. So the first mermaid film that I could find was a short film by uh, George Millet. Oh, the great George Millet. Uh, from 1904. Yeah. Called The Mermaid. Oh. Uh, I don't... I assume it's about a mermaid. I don't. Mm. I don't know. I guess with like the old, his old like silence with his effects, that could be a pull yeah, that off. Yeah. And then there was a John G. Adolphe movie in 1918 called Queen of the Sea. It was a feature feature length film. Wow. And then they kept showing up in the 30s and 40s. What they did a bunch of aquatic apparently in when the big studio times they were like it was common for women to swim and look like mermaids. And they actually reference it in Hail Caesar. Do you remember the scene where Scarlett Johansson's on the platform and she jumps off the she's like she's like a a swimmer in a in these movies. Yeah, these, yeah. Like, they had Esther Williams studio. films, those yeah, big yeah, yeah, swimming movies. Um and like she was dressed as a mermaid oh, in okay. one of them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was meant to reference that, but 
No, not a, a lot of other big movies about mermaids. There were there are more movies about mermaids in the real world than I expected. So in 1948, there were actually two. Ooh. There was one called Miranda, which was a story about a doctor who a married doctor who was like unhappy in his marriage and he was held held captive by a flirtatious mermaid who was played by Glynis Johns. Oh, who's still with us? Yeah, to this day. Yeah, she was yeah. a mermaid in 1948. Yeah, I hope she's still alive when this episode releases because she's. <laughs> about a hundred now like, yeah. uh and then there was another so this, uh, this idea of mermaids in the real world and then there was a same year there was a movie called mr peabody and the mermaid okay uh which similar idea where he like he falls in love with a mermaid he keeps her in like a pond and then it, the movie i think is basically about him trying to hide the fact that he's got a mermaid in his pond sure and then there are a couple other movies that i found that were like like teenager movies like there was a movie like, like beach blanket bimbo uh, yeah there was there was a disney channel movie called the 13th year uh-huh. where a boy find he turns 13 and finds out that his mom is a mermaid because he starts to turn into a merman or whatever oh like teen wolf yeah like teen wolf nice. yeah so it's like a hybrid of teen wolf and and yeah. uh the little mermaid perfect um, there's a movie called Aquamarine where a series of teenage girls this is from like the 90s, I think, a, series, a, a group of teenage girls find a mermaid in their pool oh. who was like trying to escape an arranged marriage and they need to help the mermaid fall in love with the. Is anybody in, in that life. movie? Because that's kind of familiar. Yeah, yeah. There's stars, any stars in that film? Yeah, there are people that you would know in that movie. Because like that title's familiar, but I can't think who was in that. I think it's from, did I say it was from the 90s? I feel like that one was actually. I, in the 2000s maybe, right? Uh, 2006, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you would recognize the the poster. Uh, Emma Roberts is in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it, but that's that that film that poster's. From uh, I think the other people are Disney Channel people. Oh. Sarah Paxton and JoJo Levesque. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, they try and hook her up with a lifeguard. Okay. And then there was a a TV movie. Uh, about in the Sabrina Sabrina the Teenage Witch series where she goes to Australia and needs to save a bunch of mermaids. Sure. Um, but there are also a lot of movies, and you kind of refer to this, where, like, mermaids are a part of the film. Right. There are a surprising number of horror movies about mermaids. Really? Yeah. I didn't investigate any of those because the posters alone creeped me out. Sure. But the, they're a, a commonly used tool in horror movies. Okay. To, like, scary nymphs. Um, well, see, I think that's the thing, is that mermaids are almost more often that, yeah. where they're actually evil characters. Yeah, right, like, yeah. exactly. There was a Pixar movie in 2021 called Luca, and he was oh, a Luca. merboy. Oh, uh, I never saw it, but yeah. yeah. Um, I will tell you that the Cher movie, Mermaids, is not about, not about mermaids. mermaids. Not no. at all. Yeah. Um, which was unfortunate. Uh, you might be remembering uh, one of our favorite movies, The Lighthouse. I think he. Oh yeah. I think he boffed that mermaid, didn't he? Somebody. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody put it to that mermaid. I think so. Yeah. I only. I you know, because I think you've refused to ever watch the lighthouse again. Yes. I don't. I only remember there was sort of a mermaid. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember. There was. Yeah, that makes sense. You, there were mermaids in that Pirates of the Caribbean movie on right. Stranger Tides. Right. They were featured as a part of that film. Yeah. Uh, Which is the fourth. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it's one of them. I don't think it's one of the first ones. I think it's one of the those other movies they made. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, Harry Potter has to rescue Ron from Mer people in the Triwizard Tournament in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that's that's uh, not real. Familiar. Thanks to the Googs. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of it. Aquaman. Aquaman, I guess technically is a mer is a mer- merman. 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 Yeah, I guess. I, but he's also just on land. Yeah. I was never a big Aquaman person, so I don't know how that worked. Yeah. What the lore of Aquaman was. Yeah. So I thought he was just like a fish whisperer, but this uh, the oh, he's a superhero. Article I read classified him as a merman. Oh, 
No, oh yeah, he's a he's a merman, but mm. I don't remember, you know. And I didn't I, realize that he had a fin underwater. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. But I See, realize. I think I saw that movie by myself. I'm not a big Aquaman. I'm yeah. not a big fan of the movie, but I just remember like the old like the old Aquaman with the orange suit, like the comic the old comic yeah. book Aquaman who was in like the the Justice League cartoon. Sure. I don't know if he had a big if he grew a big fin when he was in water. I guess he probably did. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I only remember there's that part in Hook, but the that's very brief that has mermaids in it. Oh, like, yeah. Like when 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 he's when Peter goes back to Neverland yeah. as, as an old man and he like goes yeah. in, and underwater they have to like blow air into his mouth like that's yeah. the only mermaid part I could think yeah. of. Yeah, actually the last point I had was that there are mermaids in every version of Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, uh, they're I think theme. they're in the cartoon and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the actually the only reason they are in Hook because yeah. Hook, for the most part, tried to update stuff. I don't think there's any Indians in that movie because there's a lot of Indians yeah. in, the, in all the versions of Peter Pan. But I think they chose to wisely to not mm-hmm. bother with that. But that's why the mermaids even might appear there. Yeah, so. yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, there's not that much. Like, there's, there's not that much. No. I feel like I mean, even Aquaman, he's a superhero. Like, I feel like maybe we're looking for you know, should there be like a big mermaid film now yeah. that the effects have caught up? I realize for the longest time. Yeah. What? How can you even make that movie? You know, effects wise. Yeah. There's not a ton of you know underwater movies that aren't like in submarines yeah. from back in the day. So, yeah, I think we're due. All right. It's time. Yeah, yeah, get on it. You know what? I'll, I'll see if I can start scratching something together. You should. Uh, but yes, one of the uh, easily most forgotten mermaid films, uh, <laughs> a movie that I didn't realize existed, uh, is Splash 2. Yeah. Like, there's a little piece of me that wants to say I remember that that existed. Oh, like, That okay. title's a thing. Yep. But I could just be like now just misremembering. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, having watched it, uh, even though it's a movie that has never been available on VHS or on DVD, uh, it is just on YouTube. Wow. Uh, it was a TV movie, uh, okay. and it was aired, I believe, on the Disney Channel in 1988. Wow. And they split it into two parts, so it was apparently a one-hour section of the movie, <laughs> and then a week later, another hour section Why of the movie. Why would they do that? I don't know. Uh, it was the first movie filmed at, like, the new Walt Disney Studios oh. in, I want to say, California. Sure. And the only reason even that's interesting is because Splash was actually the first Touchstone Pictures movie, oh. which was uh, at the time like Disney's adult arm. Yep. Like Disney was just going to start making things that weren't cartoons. Yep. And Splash actually kicks that off. So like the Splash movies have this sort of thing. Uh, Splash Two <laughs> is not a great movie. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's set weirdly four years after the original Splash. Um, and I only say it's weirdly because it doesn't seem like they've really gotten up to much. Yeah. Right? Because, like, the interesting thing at the end of Splash, right? You'd be like, how is he, like, how does he live down there? How's he breathing? Yeah. What's he doing? Uh, they clearly didn't have a budget because it's a TV movie. So there's not a ton of, like, underwater stuff. <laughs> uh, you do see the mermaid underwater a little bit. You see him underwater a little bit, but he still has yeah. legs. Is it the same character? Yeah. It's an actual sequel. It's not like Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Where... Like, they have some of the other same characters, but he, like, yeah, the uh, Todd Howard is the main character, Scott's cousin. Yeah. Who, for whatever reason, is taken to college by Scott's dad. Sure. Because Scott was supposed to be in this movie. This is not an episode about Teen Wolf. Uh, Let's move on. (laughs) Splash 2 is a sequel to Splash 1. It's a a direct sequel with all the same characters. Yeah. And it effectively undoes everything that happens in in Splash 1 of any interest, really. (laughs) On paper, you could say it's kind of, it's not a bad plot. But it does create a bunch of stuff. There's yep. a bunch of new powers. Okay. Um, so they're living on an island. Oh. Uh, Alan and Madison. Yep. It's just a tropical desert island. Because, yeah. again, they had no budget. So this is probably just, like, yeah. a beach somewhere that they could film it. And uh, I think it literally starts with him just kind of wondering what's going on back home. Oh, I wonder how Freddy's doing. 
John Can- who is John Candy's brother. They owned like a produce yeah dis- distribution company yeah. or something. And Madison now has the power where she can just kind of swirl her finger in the water, and you can see anywhere in oh the my world. God. It's just crazy. Like, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh yeah, let's check that out." And like the company's going under, and it's going yeah. bad. So he has they have to go back. Sure, that's the whole point. There's no story to it with like let's be underwater and live on this island. There's nothing like all these years have gone by and literally not. He's wearing like the same clothes he wore when they left, but they're like beat up, you know. Yeah. And uh, it just it's nothing. It's meaningless. So they go back. There's a series of hijinks. They're living in a house. Oh. But it's like she's like a. It's again. It's a literal fish out of water story because yeah. like she now has to be like a housewife. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do any of these things because uh, she learned everything from television. The whole plot is actually. The same plot as Free Willy. Oh. Uh, where they just have to... Uh, there's a dolphin yep. that she wants to rescue from an aquarium. Oh. Who's her friend, Salty. <laughs> and that's the plot of the film is let's rescue Salty from this aquarium. Oh, my God. Run by, like, evildoers, right? Uh, and that's it. Like, there's nothing interesting. <laughs> it's not a funny movie. It's it's like... It's, it's a lighthearted movie, but there's not jokes. Like, yeah. it's, you know, I, it's a very much a children's movie yeah. more so than the original Splash. Yeah. Uh, the original Splash was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, wow. It was nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes, the oh. original Splash. Just to put this in context. Yeah. It was a huge hit. Yep. So you can see why they would make a sequel. Yeah. But they Why just, would they do it in that way? Why they just can't... I'm just guessing by 88, no one is willing to make this movie. Even yeah. Daryl Hannah, who I don't know career-wise yeah. what she was doing then. She's yeah. had an okay career. Yeah. But it's not like she has, like... There's no way you're getting Tom Hanks when Big is out. Yeah. Right? So... And John Candy, at the same point in 88, is, has a huge career. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so instead they got Amy Yazbek, yep. who at this point hadn't done much of anything. She had done, like, soap operas, I think. This is her first, like, mm-hmm. big deal is playing Madison in Splash 2. Splash 2, sure. And the guy who played Alan, the Tom Hanks part, hasn't had much of a career. His name is Todd Waring. The interesting thing about him is that his big claim to fame is that he replaces Tom Hanks in the Splash series. Sure. And he also starred in the Nothing in Common TV series based on the movie starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> so he just kept doing Tom Hanks TV versions of things. Sure. He's just the poor man's Tom Hanks. And he's okay. Yeah. Like, he's not, he wasn't bad. It was just that that movie is just nothing. Yeah. But what's interesting with that movie is the number of, like, random other TV people who pop up in smaller parts of sure. this thing. Barney Martin is in it, uh, who played Jerry's dad on Seinfeld. Mm. He's got a part as, like, some, like, I don't know, the nosy neighbor's husband who just doesn't care, yep. right? So he's in it. Amy Yazbek uh, did a couple years on uh, Wings. Uh, Timothy Williams pops up in it as, like, he's, like, a, a, a an assistant at the aquarium to the bad guy, basically. Okay. And he played uh, Carla's son, Anthony, on Cheers. <laughs> okay. This is the only other thing I've ever seen him in. So when oh he turns god. up, I'm like, oh, my God. That's and it, like <laughs> I think of him because he did Anthony very much like Nick. Yeah. So he has that, like, you're not my father. Like, you know. <laughs> and in this, he does not have that voice. So it's like, oh, you know. But I thought that was fun. Uh, John's older brother, Joey Travolta, pops up uh, just in a little bit part. Nothing nothing special. Um, and Do we have a Joey Travolta record? We, I think we do. Yeah. Right? Isn't that, I think that was, yeah. We had a series of joke, we bought each other joke albums at one point. I think you bought me, I think you bought me Joey Travolta and Cuba Gooding Sr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. That's what we have laying around. That's true. Uh, But the other thing I think is funny is the bad guy in this movie, who's like, I don't know, I think they're going to do some sort of experiment on the dolphin. Oh, It's not just like we have this dolphin in captivity, we're going to like cut open its brain so we can figure out how it does like echolocation or something. Yeah. It's played by Mark Blankfield, who 
played the blind guy in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh! Who, what was his name? I can't remember uh, that character's name. Because there's also a blind guy in Robin Hood. Oh, Blinken. Prince of Field. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He plays Blinken. Yeah. But also, Amy, Amy Yazbek's in that movie. So the question is, <laughs> did Mel Brooks see this piece of shit, Splash 2? I was like, well, both of them. Let's get them in here. <laughs> get them like, in here. I just, that just seems like too much of a coincidence somehow. Or like, are they friends? I don't know. And uh, the only other thing was, what I think is funny is, you're like, oh, well, this is this shitty TV knockoff. There is one actor who appears in both movies, and that was uh, uh, Dodie Goodman, who plays there. He, remember they have, like, a secretary who's yeah. kind of slow? Yep. She also played, like, the principal secretary in Greece? Yeah. That's, she's in both of these movies. <laughs> she agrees to come back for Splash 2, which uh, I think is kind of hilarious. I couldn't even get um, Eugene Levy, like... No, I mean, by 88, like, these yeah. guys all have careers, so... Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is that like the original Splash has people who pop up in little parts too, like a lot of fun like yeah. you know, little little not cameos exactly, but people who ended up doing stuff or had mm-hmm. already done something. So uh, you know, but like Ron Howard directed Splash, like it had kind yeah. of a, a creative team that was interesting. The guy who directed Splash Two, not not to run this guy down, um, I just thought it was He's interesting. Doing his best, yeah, he did his best. It's a guy by the name of Greg Antonacci who I don't think most people would recognize his name, but if you saw him, he played a lot of gangsters in TV movies oh. or TV shows. Okay. He's on. He does a se- he's like on a season of The Sopranos at the end. Oh. He's um, uh, Frank Vincent's sidekick. I can't remember his character's name. But he's, a- he's only in the last season. Yep. But he played Johnny Torrio in Boardwalk Empire, who's on a-, a lot of Boardwalk Empire. So him and Frank Vincent actually died a- like a week apart in- oh, wow. a couple years ago. And I thought at the time I thought, oh, that's interesting because you know because yeah. these are major characters on both of these shows. But weirdly, he directed Splash too. <laughs> so uh, that was like I had a really strange career. Uh, I would say probably better known for his later yeah. gangster acting than for. Yeah. He also directed some TV shows, but it's kind of yeah. like how they got that guy from uh, the E Street Band to to be on The Sopranos. <laughs> like just whoever can come play a gangster. Whoever like, was around, yeah. yeah. If you look kind of gangstery, yeah, uh, that was really the way. But yeah, he, yeah. he basically popped up in a lot of gangster type parts. So <laughs> I like the idea of The Sopranos casting people being like, wait. Who directed Splash 2? Should we get that guy? Do you like remember the- that guy? Like, he used to pop up in things, right? He'd probably be good. Let's get this. him. Yeah, yeah, let's see if he'll do it. Yeah. I so. see the synergies between The Sopranos and Splash 2. Yeah, there's a direct line. Yeah. You know. Between, and that, and of course, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, <laughs> which would not exist as we know it, I assume, if not for Splash 2. Because I don't think I don't think I've seen that guy in a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Like, he's, he's very, you see him, you're like, oh, that's the guy from Men in Tights. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that just, and then the same thing with Carla's son, Timothy yeah. Williams. I'm like, oh, that's, the, you know. <laughs> Which is funny because you don't see that guy's eyes in the whole movie. Right, right. <laughs> it's just like, you know, an obscure yeah. thing. So it's really, really strange. But <laughs> this, this conversation just makes me want to go watch Men in Tights and Free Willy. I know you're a big fan I of Men in Tights. I, I am. Yeah. It's the best Mel Brooks movie. Like, oh it's not God. even a conversation. Um, also, but I I loved Free Willy. Loved it. This is the second time this season this has come up. Really? Because you have said your favorite Michael Jackson song oh, is, is that the song theme from Free from Willy. Free oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Free Willy really getting a lot of, yeah. uh, of airtime. Yeah, it season. really it hit me in the feels when I was a child. Yeah, I, I, I think I've said this. That Susie, my younger sister, was a big Free Willy yeah. person. I'm guessing, I don't know why. What was that kid's name? Jason James Richter? Was it him? Could be. Might have been Richter. Yeah. He had that. He had that. That you know, teenage girl sex appeal. <laughs> I don't think that's why I like Frank Willie. Was no. it the sex appeal of I Richter? Mean, look, I don't want to speak for Susie, but that was not the, the driving know. force behind. Frank I don't Willie. know. I just don't. I you know, because I think I don't. 
I don't I don't think I ever sat and watched it all the way through, but I'm sure I've seen all of yeah. Free Willy. Like, it's yeah. just, you know. And then weren't there, like, four sequels to that? I think there were a lot of them I never yeah. saw. I might have seen Free Willy 2, yeah. but I don't think I ever saw any of the others. I feel like at least the first two might yeah. have been in theaters, and then after that, they, they may have just gotten there, a video. There's an age when Free Willy is enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very narrow window. Yeah. And so by the time Free Willy 2 came around, I was already, like, heading yeah, out true. of that window. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I've seen any of the sequels, because I think it's the same thing. You and Susie are basically the same age. Yeah. So I think uh, by that point, uh, we had all moved on. Yeah. Uh, but I do wonder where Jason James Richter is to this day. <laughs> if he's, if even that's the kid's name, that that's somebody. Now I'm not sure if that's the kid from Free Willy or not. No, we don't have time. We don't need to look this up. This isn't the Free Willy episode. Well, okay. What if it isn't Jason James Richter? Oh, and I'm just talking about... And you're, it might yeah. be Brad Renfro. We're not, is it a Renfro? It could be Renfro. Is We're it, not giving it, this guy enough credit. Is it a... a what was that kid's name from... Uh, Jonathan Brandeis? Uh, the, it was Jason James Richter. Jason James Richter. <laughs> oh, it. he was in the sequel, too. He oh, really? Just, he yeah. came back for two? He came back for two. He was in three. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I guess he probably didn't have much else of a career. Is he still yeah. alive? I know it's a weird uh, question to ask about a kid from the 90s, but, you know. It, it, I get where you're going. Uh, let's look. I think literally the other kid actors I named have all died. So, a little, I feel bad now. I feel bad uh, lumping Richter in there. He is still alive. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, yeah. He's 43 now. Ooh, me and Richter. Do you think? He was born in 1980. Oh. Uh, but only a few months after you. Yeah. Do you think he's got a Jonathan Lipnicki vibe and he's, like, real hot now? <laughs> Do you want to Google uh, Jason James Jason Jason James Richter? Yeah. Uh, uh, Google him today today, and he's James. like Foyne. Oh, he's oh. a schlub. Oh, I don't think that's him. Richter Jason James Richter. Now other people have Googled this. Sure. Oh, he looks like the kid from Free Willy. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Is he still working? Is he still in the business? Um. Look, he's not hot like Jonathan Lipnicki, but he's not bad looking. I well, mean, Lipnicki's only hot because he hit the gym. Like, yeah. yeah. I just like, that was a formative moment in my life. Not formative. It was a, a very jarring moment when I realized that he was hot now. I just, I can't. I mean, I think the other thing weird about that is that you were, I mean, you weren't an adult exactly when, oh, he looks okay. Yeah, he's not an unattractive guy. You weren't uh, like an adult when Jerry Maguire came out, but you were older than yeah. Nikki to be sure. Yeah, so, that's yeah. why it's so weird. Weird to think about. Yeah, because yeah. he's, a, he's a child with glasses to me. Yeah. And now he's hot. It's confusing. Well, at least he was. I mean, he, do you think he's keeping a toy? What's Nikki even doing these I days? I mean, why not? Where is that guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I feel like he shows up in stuff, and you're like, oh, hey, that's Jonathan Lipnicki. Really? But I confuse him with, um, who was the guy that was in The Boys that was the ki- the child actor? And he... Oh, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I confuse Who looks him. completely different. Completely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you can tell. You can see, you can it, in see it in there. Yeah, yeah, he's in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, child actors of the 90s corner. Uh, R.I.P. Brad Renfro. I, <laughs> I get that. He was a good actor. Mm. Okay. He was. He, he was the kid in The Client, In The right? Client, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. loved The Client. Yeah, Client was a good We should movie. watch The Client. Yeah, I liked some of those early Grisham movies. Yeah. I was a big Grisham fan at that time when I was like 15, because yeah. all those books were pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, Client was good. Yeah, I, uh, I was really into Susan Sarandon, but now... I let's mean, not get into your politics. Okay, right. Susan Sarandon's still on the right side of things. No. She just... She's very extreme. No. Yeah. She's not... At least she's not like a Bernie bro. Yeah. Or like... Well, I mean, that is basically what she is. But not, you know, she's not... Violent? I don't know. She's not, she's not incendiary. <laughs> that's a, that's I don't a know low to bar to it. set. I well, mean, right, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, this is what politics is now. It's yeah. all or nothing. So, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show is still fine. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I don't. There's no kids in Splash. Why do we even go? Why did we go there? Oh, Free Willy. Willy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the same plot. I mean, that's, I guess it's one of those standard plots. We got to rescue whoever and yep. get it out of that thing. And that's basically. It's actually that one episode of The Boys has the exact same plot as Splash Two when the Deep rescues oh that my dolphin. God. That's the greatest. And it flies moment. out the windshield. Oh, it's the greatest. <laughs> Just a wonderful moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, the one other thing I did want to mention because I thought this was funny is there's a joke in the original Splash. Yep. Where they're walking down the street and okay. her name is some string of bullshit. Yep. And he asks her what she wants to be called and she just says Madison because it's just the street yep. name. And at the t- in the movie it's treated as this big joke. But they say that the actual popularity of that name comes from that movie. <laughs> that the reason Madison is a popular girl's name is because of Splash in, ev- in an eventual way. Yeah. That like, and like I saw a chart that was something like by like the end of the 80s, it was yep. like a top 200 name. And by 2000, it's the third most popular girl's name. So right now there are like a bunch of like 22-year-old girls walking around with the name Madison because of that movie. <laughs> how can you even say that, though? There's like a baby book, I think, well, of like no, what's I, popular. I know, but like how can you say that that's the cause? They say because it wasn't, like the reason it's a joke is because it wasn't a name. Oh. And so like it wasn't a popular name. Like oh, maybe there were it. people with that yeah. name, but it really wasn't a thing until after that as oh. a girl's name. I remember that moment in the movie being like, that's a name? Yeah, it's like yeah. no big deal. But apparently before that it really wasn't. Like, I mean, it, you know. unless you're James Madison. Well, that's the thing, is that she's actually named after James Madison, because yeah. Madison Avenue in New York is named after her. Yeah. So that's, it all comes back to Jamie Madison. <laughs> all five foot four of them. So, fantastic. So, which I wrote. James Madison. Very good. Uh, all right, so how are we wrapping up Splash? Was um, there a theme song to Splash? Uh, probably like a Diane Warren, right? Yeah, There's yeah, some, some probably. Some sort of like, yeah. you know. Love, love is all love is you under need. the water. Love, yeah. uh, love is yeah. Love is under the water. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Island time. I don't know. That'd be like a Jimmy Buffett yeah. song. I, I think you should sing uh, "Under the Sea." <laughs> this is not the Little Mermaid episode. Uh, it's still mermaids. Uh, we didn't see the new Little Mermaid. Uh, we saw some of it. We saw some of it. We so we went to a drive-in uh, in Indiana, and I realized this is going to be a disappointment to the listeners. Usually, when we go to the drive-in, we do record episodes. There. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't this time, and there was this drive-in in Indiana. Somewhere near, ooh, where was that? Mm. Was that out by mm. Fort Wayne or was it? South Bend. It was by South Bend, that's yeah. right. And it's called the Triway Drive-In. Yeah. So here to give a little love to the Triway. Yeah. And it's a drive-in with four screens, but weirdly, you can park in a place where you can see all four of those screens <laughs> at the same time, which is a crazy way to like have a yeah. drive-in. They all have different radio stations. Yeah. And so we essentially were there to watch Transformers or some nonsense. Yeah. So going to the drive-in to see anything for the first time can be a distracting, yeah. jarring experience. Right. But on one of the other screens as the second movie was The Little Mermaid, so we drove over there and watched like 15 minutes yeah. of it, and it was fun. Well, we went over to see, I think we saw Under the Sea, didn't we? We saw Part of Your World. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. And that was about it. Yeah. Because um, really, once like the creepy lobster started singing, I was like, not this. this, <laughs> this not a lobster, was he? He's a crab. Yeah. That was not for me. Yeah. That, that was, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a good movie, but like the... I, the live action versions of Disney movies that does not yeah, do it for me. No. And this really does. It, it just made me want to watch the cartoon, right? Yeah, you know, it's like it's forty minutes longer, yeah. and like the animation sucks <laughs> in the animated parts, which is most of that movie. I was like, no, not this. So <laughs> that wasn't for me. Still a big hit though. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it. Okay. I think that sums it up. All right. Uh, we've got to go uh, next weekend. We're going to watch uh, Boppenheimer. It's, it's time. It's Boppenheimer time. <laughs> yeah. We didn't latch into the uh, big mania of the first weekend because no. uh, just our schedule got all thrown off. So. No. Mission uh, Boppenheimer is but, our eight-day way of watching these movies. <laughs> so because we watched Mission Impossible today, yeah. and now the plan apparently is 
Free Willy. It's Free Willy. Yeah. Uh, we can do... Mission Willy. Mission Willy. Uh, Which is also... Dead the, Whaling. Dead Whaling. <laughs> Part one. It's also the, the porn version of Free Willy. <laughs> Mission Willy? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, do not Google porn version of Free Willy. <laughs> Jason James Richter does not get residuals from that. No. Yeah. No. Oh, no. God. That's more than enough. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Please enjoy your social media and maybe take a look at us we're there too give us a rating say hi thanks <laughs>